0: One, go. Enjoy the show. Yo, guys, and welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Review. I'm Adam, joined as always by Todd. What is happening, Todd? T-O-double-D.
1: Great great weekend, buddy. Just, you know, waiting for the snow. Waiting for the snow, buddy. Yeah.
0: Ready to snowboard, huh?
1: Ready to shred. Let's go. So is my three-year-old. He's ready to roll, buddy. Great week. Um, Nice. Yeah it's been a good week. nice it's been a good week very productive you know that always feels good keeps
0: it know. does always feel good doesn't it that's what you need
1: That's all you that's need man you, need. you know it's
0: only when you feel like you're spinning your tires that you're just like son of a
1: bitch. no i just feel like i've been challenging myself all week which always feels good right like getting work done getting workouts done all the things that we know you know the cold pool the, uh, the sauna, all that good stuff, man. It doesn't take yeah. much really. You just got to do it. You just got to do like the four or five things, at least for me, the four or five things that I know are going to make me feel good, do those. And I'm good to go, man. I'm fucking productive. For
0: sure. Just you get know? that little bit of a routine down and be consistent with it. It feels, it feels a lot better doing it that way. Um, I mean, it I sounds, agree.
1: sounds a lot like, um, yeah, I mean, well, are we talking Shane Dorian first or are we going Graham Hancock first?
0: Let, well, let's do Graham, okay. and then let's finish up with the twins.
1: The and twins,
0: the twins. What a they were couple. excited. They make your ADHD look like nothing. <laughs> I
1: know. I know. It felt great. It felt great. I was like I'm good, dude. I'm cool. I'm I'm chill. Yeah. You're
0: like, <laughs> oh, there's levels to this. <laughs> All right, let's start with Graham. Uh, kind of a bummer. He was supposed to debate with another archaeologist, but mm. uh, Flint Dibble. But sadly. He's, uh, you know, battling cancer and can't make it in. hopefully they get to uh, he makes a recovery and they get to come in and and talk some more. Uh, I think it's time for Graham to have that opportunity now that his documentary is so big Mm. and, you know, he's so much more respected uh, in a lot of areas, even though I know a lot of these archaeologists still shit on him. But it's like each year people are taking the these ideas of his more seriously and um it, and, and it needs a debate a good one not an angry one not a like you're a quack one but where you know two people that have learned a lot in their respective fields can discuss this stuff mm-hmm. because it needs to be talked about like it, clearly yeah like I mean how- I I Go ahead. I can't tell you how many times Hancock's been on Rogan like a shitload of times. And each time it's that battle for him to be taken seriously and uh, you know it's it's like his his research has just increased and become more thorough and there's more things have been discovered. And it's like can we can we have a grown-up debate about like how old our civilization potentially is? You know, can we rewrite some of this stuff? I just feel like we're wrong. I don't know what to believe.
1: I mean, it. I what I can believe is that there's no way hunter-gatherers made the frickin' pyramids. I mean, there's that. There's no way those were built 6,000 years ago, uh, which is what they are claiming, right?
0: When do you think they were built, longer? Yeah. By I've... a far more advanced civilization?
1: Absolutely. How else do you explain be, right? how rocks uh, are basically, you know, what what did they took? The the Sphinx head like one of the smaller ones, not the main one, right? Because it's all um, eroded already, but there's ones that are smaller where they can still see the shape on either side. And they did like, a, I'm pretty sure Rogan had a guy on that showed us this, where they did a screenshot and then folded it over and it was basically exactly symmetrical. Like it lined up perfectly. Like there's no way... There's just no way that that was done by human hands, dude. It was machinery. Clearly, it was machinery. I don't think it was aliens. I'm not. I'm not saying it was aliens that made the pyramids. I'm just saying that it was an advanced civilization. I'm on Graham's side on this one. After watching, you know, uh, ancient apocalypse, ancient apocalypse, and you know, you 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 hear about the younger Dryas, and it just to me, there's just so many. There's so many clues to an ancient civilization after you watch his documentary. I, I mean, and also, I don't and know, also, how could you I don't know what the it.
0: pushback is. Why does everything need to be so linear? It it's not even sense. linear now. If you go to New York City, it's an advanced city, right? Or you go to Dubai, it's like very advanced, big skyscrapers, like lots of modern equipment. Mm-hmm. And then you can go to the Amazon, and there are very primitive people that have no idea about New York and Dubai, right? They l- exist together in the same time. Right, right.
1: You're saying So yes. why
0: not, exactly, why not thousands of years ago there was just one or two less uh traveled civilization? You know, it's like there would still be lots of pockets of very primitive people, and these, like, more advanced civilizations could just pop up throughout.
1: Makes sense, man. To me,
0: it just sounds more interesting. I I think we should give ourselves credit for the potential that that could happen. And also the just the realism that, yes, we can get basically wiped out again back to the Stone Age if some really bad shit goes down. I think that's the bit they won't accept. It's like we've always just slowly improved and nothing has come that almost wiped us out.
1: Is it an ego thing? Is that why we can't accept the fact that there was a smarter civilization before us that maybe used sacred geometry and could move, you know, insane amounts of weight with, you know, the vibrations of the earth? I mean, that's what they're saying, right? That That's that's what... uh I mean, that's Graham, some of the Grahamson theories, yeah. Randall. Randall. Uh, Randall, yeah. Is it Cunningham? Carlson. <laughs> Carlson Cunningham. was Cunningham. a running back, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, close. But... uh. I mean, it, it, it's just silly to me that we're not exploring this more and just calling Graham a kook. I mean, is it because people are are getting defunded? You know, like with their with their digs and the archaeologists are not getting funded if they say one thing. Is that why? Like, why else would they just want to like put him off so badly? I, it I think it's a sense. few things.
0: It's like it's like old school thinking. It's that kind of in group, out group. Um, set up, you know these these archaeologists have PhDs. They went through regular academia, you know. They are tenured professors, right. and they're saying this guy is just basically a reporter dude, that travels a lot. But archaeologists, he doesn't have the credentials.
1: I, I just don't get it. It's like they know archaeologists know that the world is you know older than six thousand years. Okay, we know that much, people. They do. Okay, there's a lot of people out there who think the world's only six thousand years old. It, you know archaeologists are not true. on that side so it doesn't make sense to me why they would be so against this other alternative theory i mean it mm-hmm. you know especially if you look at the lidar now i mean i cannot wait until we get some of these answers from the lidar in the amazon you know oh, yeah there's just clearly there are structures that have been buried for thousands if not hundreds of thousands of years I mean, we don't well, know
0: that's that's going to be the big breakthrough Probably is that the better that technology gets, you know, and they're starting to scan other areas. It's like if they know something has been overgrown for a hundred thousand years, yet mm-hmm. somehow there was a city underneath it. How the fuck are they going to answer that? You got to
1: explain that that's hunter gatherers that built that too. Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, hundred thousand years ago. You know, and also with the recent discovery of the guy that was on just a few weeks ago with the burial thing, mm-hmm. right? And that mm-hmm. documentary about how this, not even Homo sapiens, like a completely different N'lady. species. lady Homo naledi. That's it, naledi, mm-hmm. yeah. They mm-hmm. were burying their dead, doing it, you know, quarter of a million years ago. It's like, hey, there, there's a lot more going on here. I, I think a big part of it is like when, when you turn to these like academics they are in that position because they're supposed to know the most about the subject of anyone on the planet. And in order to like uh, be seen as someone that knows the answer, they have to seem like they have all the answers. Mm-hmm. Which well, is
1: step away from your ego, not dude. the way
0: it is. It's so- like, hey, you could say, this is the most we know so far. This is the most likely. And also, we're up for... Figuring out new things. This podcast is brought to you by DraftKings. We all know DraftKings. It is the place to go for blackjack roulette slots or your sport betting needs. A deposit match up to $100 in casino credits when you deposit $5 or more. All you have to do is sign up, select the offer, make your deposit, and start playing from the full suite of games. Download the DraftKings casino app now. Sign up with promo code JRER and new customers get a deposit match up to $100 in casino credits when you deposit $5 or more, only on DraftKings Casino with Promo code J-R-E-R. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia. Please play responsibly. In partnership with Hollywood Casinos at Charlestown Races in West Virginia, all games regulated by the West Virginian Lottery in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. 21 plus. Physically present in Connecticut, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia. Virginia only void in Ontario one per opted in new customer minimum $5 deposit max match $100 in casino credits which require one times playthrough within seven days see terms at casino.draftkings.com slash players choice restrictions apply and and what are
1: these what do these guys say when they when there's this uh you know when courts that has to be you know up to 2000 centigrade in heat right like something that is not possible without some sort of explosion or meteorite you know exploding right there's like no way that a fire would get that hot unless something exploded on earth which is why there's you know according to graham and others who believe in the younger Dryas theory you see this line of basically ash right that has quartz in it and You know what did he say at abu harara there's an underwater which is now underwater now which is unfortunate but the soil they they have they're producing evidence of the soil having this line i mean they showed it in like middle america somewhere right they showed it in like uh it was in like where was that oh it's all
0: over the place
1: yeah but they in, in the movie though in the in the uh graham hancock's new documentary they actually went out there with randall and you could see this black line you know that's clearly thirteen thousand yeah. years old. They can they can date it, right?
0: Date I don't think the Younger Dryas impact theory is as pushed back against as just a lot of the other things um, grams says. It's like if that okay. one is okay. so is more accepted that- just because there's kind of empirical evidence what they're saying did not happen around it is that there were advanced civilizations before that okay. that then got wiped out because of this impact or mm. series of impacts mm-hmm. and you know they go from there but Okay so what you do know, they say
1: about Göbekli Temple? then they just think that hunter that, gatherers that's can the move thing. move huge 20-ton th- stones with fucking with, yeah with stuff but on the, the ground. problem
0: is it's just that's one site right it's a big site
1: yeah but they but they and actually did the carbon dating on that site right they they know that that site mm. is 13,000 years old at gobekli Temple,
0: right no they they can't carbon date it because it's stone but they were able to I thought they found figure something it out in there. yeah there's like basically how they've roughly got the age of it being super old which is also not really debated like mm-hmm. I, I think you know, even modern archaeology is like, yes, this is very, very old. We don't know why it's so different than other old things that we found. I think it's something to do with, like, some of the stone surfaces have, like, the star maps on. Yeah. Of, like, what the stars would have looked like then as, a like, a timestamp reference. Mm. And I, I think they're referencing that. They went back. Uh, which is quite compelling.
1: Mathematically, they went back to when it would be. Well, that's exactly yeah and the stars lined up with the certain areas in the inside of the the structure right
0: exactly and think about it like how genius is that right so cool. if you're trying to leave a message for the future mm-hmm. you could do it with mathematics mm-hmm. because mathematics is the same it's always the same across yeah. the board regardless of what language right. also you can do it with the position of the stars mm. when, especially when you're dealing with time mm. if you're dealing with time that's the way to do it yeah but hunter-
1: gatherers did that right okay
0: yeah okay <laughs>
1: come on come it's on just, dude it doesn't it doesn't line up for I me. would
0: just love to know why it was buried like right. imagine having that amazing thing and then they and then just having it, right? the forethought to be like listen
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, our civilization's about to be wiped out and if we don't bury this like there's no way to preserve it and people will never see it in the future. Like, mm. it's, it, it's almost like they were trying to tell us more of a message than we've been able to figure out so far. Mm. And this is where I think, you know how they were talking about <clears throat> the ancient languages and using AI to d- decipher mm. these ancient languages? Yeah. I think this is where Badass. it's going to get exciting. Badass. I think what's going to happen is they're going to be able to, like, scan all of these ancient places. Right. And figure it out. AI is just going to figure out that there's some message in there that they were trying to pass to us. You know, that's and pretty p- cool. More than likely, it's like an apocalyptic warning, I would imagine. It's Maybe. like, hey, every 20,000 years, civilizations get wiped out, nerds. So figure it out. <laughs> I mean, we think we're so advanced now. What? What, how do you think we would cope if a giant meteor just hit, you know, or a bunch of them hit no. our planet? Yeah, you scared. know, or or a solar so flare like took out all of the the power grid, right? It's like you saw what we were like during COVID. It
1: right. went Everybody nuts freaked immediately. Out. Everyone, freaked yeah, we out. wouldn't.
0: We it would be a disaster. Well, I,
1: you know, I did appreciate. <clears throat> excuse me, I did appreciate the amount of talk about you know using plant medicine and how you know the Terra. What was it called? The Terra something it was the soil terra preta terra
0: preta yeah terra preta i think
1: which you know they the the amazonians or the native people in the amazon realized that basically the soil was crap and they realized how to create new soil i mean there what he's saying is that all of the trees and all of the crazy fruit trees and flowers and everything else was basically planted by human beings which is pretty Uh freaking nuts that's crazy and they figured out a way to make this wonderful soil that's, you know, super, uh, you know, rich nutrient in, in, rich, yeah, in micronutrients and organisms. And they were saying that, you know, this is this is something that we still can't figure out to this day. We've we've tried it with um, what's it called biochar, which is like you take old um, carbon or wood that's been burnt and you mix it in with the soil. I know this because I used to grow hemp, and that was a big thing in organic. Uh, <clears throat> if you wanted to stay organic without having to use nitrogen and a bunch of chemicals, to, yeah,
0: you know, I, I've seen videos of of people doing something similar. Basically,
1: that. it's like it's like throwing in a bunch of microorganisms into your soil because what happens is there's a bunch of little spaces in the in the wood in the burnt pieces of wood, the biochar, and organisms live in that. Right? They they love that. They breed on it. It's like a it's like a freaking um, breeding ground for micronutrients and so it really helps break down the soil and create new healthier soil um which yeah. again like you know w- again in modern times you know we've, we we want to do everything faster and better and we're just really now i think we're realizing that all of our soil is going to be gone within what like 50 years or something they're saying because all of our top yeah, soil is so, like so depleted and we just keep feeding it uh nitrogen and chemicals and it's like okay well if we if we actually used you know organic processes to do this we would actually be creating more soil instead of just losing it every year and it's like the amazon amazonian people knew this thousands of years ago it's like can we just maybe start to realize that maybe the ancestors were way smarter than us and like wait Uh maybe it's not a good idea to feed our soil poison and maybe we should use you know, what we have to create something that doesn't just deplete itself at, you know, at the end of the year, it's like every year. And then, and then what do we do? We just plow down the Amazon and then it just
0: exactly. turns, turns to sand. Or, or, and, or just, and you know, be open to it. Like it's okay that we think that because it's 2023 and we have modern scientists that we could do things in a more advanced way. There's lots of advanced things we do today. It makes sense. But it doesn't mean we do everything better than right. ancient people did, right?
1: Right, right, right
0: And right. And, and, it, and we're not also saying, hey, let's go back to like, li- you know, having sandals and all being farmers and, and you know, praying to sun gods. It's just like, let's use some of the beneficial um, techniques that they had that ultimately creates this st- sustainability. I mean, th- those cities... Right. In the Amazon, some of them are the Aztecs, it's like a, they were like a million people there. That's
1: they, what he was saying. It's incredible.
0: You know, they didn't have trucks to like take food around and, you know, I don't even think they were using like horse and cart, they, but they made it work, mm. right? They, mm-hmm. they took basically terrible soil, which still blows my mind that. Like the Amazon has such terrible soil because it's like these lush forests, but like literally all the energy is like in the canopy, mm-hmm. you know, it's like mm-hmm. in the foliage, you know, things don't grow very well there. Uh, and then they found this way to deal with the soil and, um, you know, grow enough food to keep God knows how many people alive until we gave the, until the Spanish gave them small and killed them all. Mm. Was it smallpox that killed them? was right
1: i believe so yeah yep yeah spaniards gave him the gave him some sort of disease
0: come on guys hmm. stop
1: it well pretty cool though i like i said the the psychedelic uh part was you know it was cool to hear graham oh, uh, obviously stuff. he's on board with that but like talking about how they're going to actually try to map this other realm because people are seeing all the all the same sorts of creatures obviously there's a lot of geometric patterns that you see but there's some sort of you know recurring theme that happens in all of these types of trips and and we don't know yeah. why it's like well, it's they like they, a, it's like they a did that study out of dimension. I think
0: it was in London um where they were intravenously giving people
1: right so they could stay on PMT. it for like for like an hour straight right just like little yeah. bits of it at a time Woo-wee.
0: I don't I don't know if I'm brave enough to head mm. in there for an hour but I have no experience with that drug anyway mm. um and you know these people don't seem crazy when they get back but the, I, I after I listen to this podcast I watched um some YouTube channels one guy that was part of the study has been talking about the entities that he saw and what like these like living planets and mm. a, a planet-sized spider that wanted to like Whoa. teach him about love and I just can't even fathom what is happening there like is it a dr- like a dream state like i don't know what
1: was he saying that the spider is that a thing that is that a recurring uh entity that comes to people is this weird this spider i always thought it was i don't elves. know i always thought it was elves and gnomes and little like yeah,
0: but they often talk about machine elves machine that's kind elves. of a recurring you know the like these the creatures that can like just create things out of nothing mm. and and but a lot of the stories of the entities are very different like there's a lot of different types of entities that communicate with you like i've heard of some people talk about like robot looking ones um but the i think the big thing that they all have in common is that these entities are trying to interact with the people that do this, Mm -hmm. like they're coming towards them. They're connecting with them. They're touching them. them. Right. Yeah. And it, it seems to be, it would just be so interesting if somebody brought back something tangible, something they could not have possibly known before. And then they, and then they come back from that and they have this message. Mm. Um,
1: you know, it's pretty cool.
0: It, but in some ways, though, because this is like so out there, I mean, I love that they talk about it. I love that Hancock is brave enough to like discuss it. But I wonder if even in the world of the, the you know uh, archaeology, that's they're already shitting on him at times, and now they throw in these stories of like, oh, and he's all into DMT and right. blah blah blah. Easy it's like just so it, it, it almost adds to their ability to dismiss what's going on here. Right, yeah. Well,
1: all all I can say is I hope it changes. It seems to be changing at least a little bit. So hopefully, the more press he gets, the more you know, people kind of watch his show and 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 you know, give him some some praise and look into what he's teaching. I mean, weren't they saying that a lot of the stuff from his book, uh "Fingerprint of the Gods," has actually come true? I don't uh, I don't know. Yeah, the many, of that, many, many Many things.
0: Yeah, many things have been substantiated from that. And and I think it's just kind of a matter of time. You know, what's really interesting ultimately is that I think this is going to open real areas of study. Because Mm -hmm. there's going to be a new generation that wants to become archaeologists that are really interested in the things that he's been talking about. And, you know, the whole field is going to have to adjust because people get to study or look into whatever they want. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, imagine mm-hmm. if somebody wants to do a PhD and they're like, hey, I want to study all of the places in this documentary from like a right. PhD yes, academic standpoint. We just have to catch up with it, I think. I think it's one of those to where it's it's just going to take some time. But love having him on. Really hope that we can put that debate together, you know, And then, you know, we get the, I want to hear some of the professional pushback. I just want to know what these archaeologists think was actually going on. What's their explanation for it? And it better not just be like, well, we don't know. So we just don't even speculate.
1: Yeah. I mean, but but wait, I mean, the, the, the fingerprints of the gods was just telling, you know, basically saying that there were clearly, there's clearly evidence of a lost civilization right but what i, I want to know what actually came true of that you know he talks about permafrost existing you know long before modern technology there, there's like areas where he he gets specific of why he thinks that there was an ancient civilization and i don't know what has been debunked or what is actually true with that but something to look into we don't have to get into it now but i'm going to look into yeah. that because it seems really cool and I've heard that book is incredible. And like you said, it, it came out in the 90s. I mean, this guy's been saying uh-huh. the same thing for, you know, almost 40 years.
0: Yeah. So, and anyway. th- You know, then there probably is a bunch of stuff in there that can either never be proven or is like clearly a lot of speculation. But also, he's evolved too, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been many years since then. I'm sure his ideas have evolved as well. And they're, they're right. kind of... Honing in on more things. I know Randall Carlson has helped him a lot with that and kind of shaping his theories Yeah, because because of timelines because
1: of the the um, The different uh, areas that have been uh, obviously eroded by water, right? That's Uh his whole thing is he can show this was clearly Eroded this is clearly happening from water, which clearly means there was a flood it clearly means there was You know a huge flood not just a little guy but like glacier glacier style yeah, yeah.
0: instant glaciers <laughs> melting <laughs> right. like hundreds of feet of mm. ice just disappearing instantly boiling and just mm. flooding rivers i mean it must have been insane I mean, like mass the, extinction event
1: dude the whole point of archaeologists is to is to be scientific about it to pose a theory it's like science is is theory based man there's the, you got to you got to test the theory you can't just say I know. How is that science? Well, hopefully, say, I know?
0: what science does, and archaeology, and history, and like a lot of academic pursuits that are discovery based, like even physics and beyond, right. is that they disprove the previous thing that right. they were told was correct. Right. That that's is what it is. That's science. if you keep testing it and it's correct, then you you leave it until you can test it to not be correct. Right. That's that's yeah. how it works. Well.
1: Seems like we're testing some things here that
0: testing don't it. seem correct. Let's test too. it out,
1: baby. Test it out. All right. Who's next? Love
0: that guy. All right. Let's jump over to Danny and Michael Filippu. 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 So these guys are some YouTubers. I've been, I'd never heard of them before Joe had them on. Uh, looked at some of their YouTube stuff today. They've had tons of viewers. Like they, they're very big, mm-hmm. millions and millions of subscribers. Um, over a billion and a half total views, I wow. think. Um wow. very funny and silly videos. And recently went ahead and made uh, a horror movie. Yeah. Called T- Talk to Me. Talk to which me. I watched the trailer and it looked it looked freaking dope. I want to watch that movie. It's a bunch of kids I don't hanging know, out partying and then well, like
1: they they somebody gets like finds a demon. Is that what it was?
0: It was like you shake this mannequin's hand yeah. and it opens a doorway. And it's like you're. I think you're only supposed to spend like a little bit of time in this mm. thing. So it's supposed to be while, a game. like all these kids film you. So then it gets like a, creepy.
1: It's like a like a futuristic game that they found out, figured out. Kinda, yeah. A bit of Ouija boardy
0: type, yeah. Shit, like a Ouija you know? board,
1: like a twenty, like a twenty fifty Ouija board. <laughs> you right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, first it off, let's talk about Joe. Joe had a bit of a struggle keeping them on track. Oh, bud. they were very excited, mm. and I, and I think I think you know Joe's very good at this, but I do feel like those are the pods that kind of wear him out a little bit. Yeah, well, it's like he did seem quite, like quite a lot man. of energy. Seems like an old man in this one.
1: <laughs> 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 He's like, what the hell are you two on? Settle down.
0: It's it's a. It's a lot of work, though, when you're a calmer person, which Joe is, mm-hmm. to kind of, like, deal with manic energy for a long time. And then also there were other distractions. This was the first part I've ever seen where the power went out during yeah. a pod. It happened, yeah. like, four times. I don't know what was going on with that. Um, just getting possessed, dude. Could have been the ghosts. Mm-hmm. Could have been the ghosts. But either way, I mean, the guys were, like, sweet guys. They seemed like nice... Yeah, dudes. I, I kind of was like the whole time wondering how the hell they were able to put a movie together, though. I mean, I don't want to take anything away from them, but it seemed like they struggled to focus on anything. Buddy, for...
1: All right, well, coming from the ADHD guy, I know what that's like, and you it, it's either you're manic and all over the place, which clearly they were because they were very excited to be on Rogan. But then mm-hmm. the opposite of that with ADHD is you can focus in on something and they probably stared at their computer screen for six months straight and didn't leave a fucking room and got a movie done. That's it's true. just the way ADHD works, dude. It's one or the other. You're either manic or you're completely focused.
0: Right. And nothing else they just locked in. And you well, will, they were saying you know, that they, did, they don't really write together all that well because they argue a lot Mm -hmm. um so it seems like they have a good system for kind of separating their workload
1: or traveling i I like that because i i I agree with that i i some of my best writing i'll do on planes when i'm by myself or if i'm Mm -hmm. traveling you know there's something about being on a bus or a train or or at least for me but i i totally understood when he said he had wanted to go to thailand to like they're trying to meet this guy because their next film is is what the Street Fighter. They're trying to do. Yeah, some so they film. they
0: was so Street Fighter is like one of my favorite video games from the past. Yeah, I, I love it. that. Growing up, I used to have a uh, a swimming pool that we used to go to when I was like I think like ten years old. All the kids from our school and yeah. we go there every Friday. We would go swimming. Mm-hmm. It was like part of a school outing that we would do. Nice. And there was always a Street Fighter Two um, arcade like it, in this um like gym type <laughs> thing and man i would spend so much money on that i would save up like all week just uh, to play absurd amounts of that game so one of the characters is called sagat he's like the second main bad guy and supposedly he's a real dude that they that's
1: what it said yeah that's like, what they were
0: saying yeah they like they built this character around a real guy and one of them went out i, I which is which danny is the one with the bleached hair or is that michael I think Danny is the hat. Anyway, uh, I forgive me if I got that one wrong. But he went out to Thailand to find this guy. Mm-hmm. And what a cool adventure that would be.
1: Yeah, pretty sick. Uh, one of the cool oh. things I it, go ahead.
0: I, no, no, no. I was just thinking about
1: so, they they mentioned the creator of Bluey and I know this because I have a 3-year-old and it's one of my favorite kid shows. It's called Bluey. Mm-hmm. It's about this little dog. Their their sister dogs, they're like you know, two little, two little girl dogs and a dad and a mom. And they're just like, mostly the dad is just like doing fun shit with the two little dogs. Anyways, great, great freaking, amazing animated series. And it's a Australian dude who wrote this apparently. And they were saying that he also does horror films. And that was one of the films that they were really inspired by was this dude who started Bluey and I don't, I don't know his name. I don't think they mentioned his name, but anyway. Thought that was cool. That was just a tidbit I had because Bluey is a badass show and it is an Australian writer. So clearly they they know this guy or have linked up with him. Um
0: That's so interesting that he would write that very successful kid show, <laughs> but then also do horror dude, movies. Do you like, think that was like an outlet for him? He was like, you know what? I can't stand these kid shows anymore. And I do horror dude. movie. The, All right.
1: Well. The beauty of this kid's show is it's like parents can watch it, right? Because it's actually funny for parents, you know, like the dog will be taking a shit and like the kid will be banging on the door and he's like, Bluey, I just, you know, I'm just, I'm trying to like get out of the, get out of the fricking washout. I'm trying, I'm trying to fucking do whatever. It's just, they, they bring (laughs) in a lot of like fun adult humor into the cartoon, which makes it fun to watch for. Adults, obviously. The other cool thing they do for people who <clears throat> have kids will know the shows are only like ten minutes long each, right? Because you like you get your kid watching TV. If it if it's a half hour long, they they have to finish it, dude. You can't pull them away. So a ten minute long show is money because as soon as it's done, you'd be like, Cool dude, it's done. Turn it off as before the next one starts. You better fucking turn that T V
0: off dude. Right. <laughs> you know? But you don't have it to It just wait. gives you ten minute break at a time. Ten
1: minutes at a time. You're like, all right, one more show. Like if you want to do one more you could do another ten minutes, but then it's done. You know, and you're like, Cool, it's done. Click as soon as the credits roll, you could be like, All right, kid, you're out. But anyway. Yeah. So I don't I'm know that you. guy's name. I'll have to look him up, but uh, I like him.
0: Well, it, it's just interesting that people do both of those things. I mean, l- look at it from the standpoint of Key and Peel; right. they did all those comedy skits, yeah, and now Joe one Brum, of them is sorry. doing
1: that. Was his name Joe Brum?
0: In... Oh, shout out to him! And you know, now they're you know they're doing incredible horror movies that are you know are not funny. Well, they're is, very right? dark.
1: Or Peel uh, Jordan Peel is doing the the ones. I don't think. Uh, I don't think.
0: No, the other guy's not. Part no, of it. Dog, but I just mean yeah. still he went from sp- comedy for years I mean he, th- True. he was back in mad TV days but for whatever reason is like this is the best creative outlet and I'm gonna do this make good horror movies mm-hmm. um, I think it's great we've it. had a gap in good horror movies for some time I mean especially that time from like Scream and I know what you did last summer and those goofy ones I mean I know people love them but they are pretty goofy and now back to like Dark, you know, twisted. Um, It's good. That's what horror movies are supposed to be, man. Yeah, it's good to see. All right, what about these medical test drugs that he was doing on himself? Number one, what the hell are you thinking? I mean, I know he's young, but still, Jesus Christ, dude, go get a job.
1: Uh, I mean... Whatever. If somebody offered me money at that age, I would have taken it for to take some random drug without thinking about it. Honestly, I know really? I know I would because I remember there was tests in Bozeman. I mean, it's a college town. We would. There was this place called. Um, oh God, it was like something science. Uh, anyway, you go there and they. I remember we had to get our uh, chest shaved and then they put some ointment on there for like a week and then you come back and they. You know, what, to see whether or not it had a rash on it. And they gave you like 200 bucks. I was like, fuck yeah, I'll do that.
0: Did you do it? Yeah,
1: I did it. Absolutely. What? 200 oh bucks. God.
0: Just when I was about to rip on it, you <laughs> did this too. Well, of course why. you did. That's why. I was Maybe like, it's whatever. an ADHD thing, dude. <laughs> I don't
1: know. Maybe,
0: Maybe that's what, that just sounded insane to me. I'm like, what are you thinking? Like, why mm. would anyone do that? I guess now we know. You yeah. wanted free, like a quick 200 bucks. Did you get a rash from any of those no, things?
1: No, no rash. I was good. That was good. It's Did you the know market. what it was probably that they the were market. giving me? No, they don't know. I'm sure they gave me some sort of pamphlet I never read. I don't remember.
0: <laughs> it's like radioactive broke jizz. college
1: kid. I don't know. Um yeah, but mm. he was saying he turned yellow, he was shaking, there was muscle tremors. I had none of that. I mean, this was an ointment. He was saying he was like taking pills every other day.
0: Yeah. Yeah that sounds like yeah. a bad move and then these same lunatics were like doing all those car crashing
1: oh buddy that was the videos crazy one yeah just getting nailed by that car with no helmet
0: on nothing i mean just jumped right in front of it that could have gone so much worse <laughs> so much it's worse i wonder i guess you, like a stunt man you do probably get better at getting hit by cars yeah, if you I
1: practice mean, johnny knoxville is somehow still alive he clearly you know no, oh,
0: he's he's very messed up from his oh in, now he is know, now he is yeah he's he's struggling dude so he's, much in so much he pain. probably regrets a lot of those things but sure he's he rich so maybe it's worth it
1: well yeah but it seems like this is a a, a horror show we need to, sh- to to go watch i mean it's got 94 percent on rotten tomatoes you don't see that very often and it is gross no, 90 million already i think
0: i'm gonna watch it tonight for sure 90 million i'm gonna put that on yeah dude They made some money, good for them. And even though, you know, the super hyper guys, I mean, I like their style, you know, and they're young. Imagine how, if this is good already, how much better can they get with these things? You know, all that experience from YouTube, all that experience making those YouTube videos and building a ginormous YouTube following. Mm -hmm. They know how to capture people's attention.
1: Yeah, um, absolutely i yeah.
0: liked to also how joe questioned them on their youtube channel right and and it's like joe has a big youtube channel because he has one from the podcast but he's also not like a purist youtuber in the sense of like Mr. Beast and other people that are like trying to go viral, etc. Right. But when they said, "Hey, you know, we wanted to do longer form stuff. You know, we didn't want to do this like clickbaity thing just to capture attention. That's why we want to do a movie. You can't really do that on YouTube." I love that. And I liked how Joe was like, "Hey, I'm going to call you out on that. Why not? If you're into it and you and people already trust you, why wouldn't they be into that too?" And I and I like that style I because see it's sides.
1: like I see both sides.
0: Yeah, I see both sides, but also, you know, who works for who here? Do you work for the channel, or are you just being creative and hoping people like it? Now, remember, with Joe, he doesn't feel like he works for anybody. He's always said, I just do this because I enjoy it. I do it my way. I mean, he's not stubborn about it. He's just like, this is how I do the pod. Mm -hmm. Like. You know, he could bring on more people that are controversial or he could get more arguments or he could become more like a news anchor. It's right. just kind of like stirring stuff up. But he's not into that. He's not interested. It
1: doesn't seem like So it, people no.
0: either like it or they don't.
1: doesn't seem like it. Although I would say critics think that he has some sort of agenda, which is always frustrating to me when I try to explain that I really enjoy the show. And sometimes you just can't. you just can't fight it. You just have to let people have their opinion and be like, okay. And I'll just be like, all right, dude, I just think Joe wants to know the truth, and he's interested in some people, and those are the people he brings on the, the show. And I, I don't think he has an agenda at all, but a lot of people no. think he has an agenda, dude. A lot of people and think it, he's way, he's way smarter
0: do. than he is. The, <laughs> I yeah, don't give do. him enough credit and it, for that. Sorry, but, Joe. But what, one thing he does that I always really like is he encourages people to do what they enjoy. You yes, know, not yes. not think about like what people are telling you to do or how people are telling you to do it. And it's very hard. There's a lot of pressure mm-hmm. because there is there's advertising money out there. You don't want to be demonetized by YouTube. You don't want to upset your audience. You don't want to take those risks. Right. It's so you're so fortunate to even be in a position mm-hmm. where anyone pays attention to you anyway. It's like, how much do you um, kind of like bend your own values and morals? Right. To, like hate. maintain this and grow it or how much are you just willing to be like this is who i am like it or love it and go from that i i think probably people are just too worried about being i don't know canceled or yeah. irrelevant No, well, there's a lot of that yeah. happening
1: so it's it, it's a real it's a real fear to have you know um but For i don't sure. think horror movies are going to be doing that it's, it's politics is what gets you fucking banned it's not
0: Oh, yeah. Then moving into the world of, like, actual movies is a huge jump up Mm -hmm. from YouTube, for sure. I I wanted to finish up with uh, just some of their sleeping. It sounded like they both don't sleep well. Um, No surprise. The brain never turns off. You you could imagine that it doesn't. I wanted to talk to you about, like, how sleep is affected by your ADHD. Or is it? I would assume that most people with ADHD have sleeping problems. I mean, maybe not. Yeah, Maybe they I, sleep I well and, sleep and they just can't later. concentrate. I
1: sleep wonderfully once I actually go to bed. I mean, mm. typi- typically I can... Typically I will stay up to like one in the morning every night because my brain doesn't shut off. But then there's nights where I can go to bed at nine o'clock because I stayed up until, you know, midnight or one o'clock for the last five nights in a row reading or, you know, doing work or You know watching a show it's just like my brain doesn't turn off sometimes and on those nights i try to get some work done right instead of just doom scroll because i'll i'll doom scroll if i don't try to focus all that energy onto something um so typically if i want to go to bed early and i can't i will i will try to read and that and that'll that'll put me right to bed like, reading helps okay. a ton if I try to read. Other nights, I'll just work because I know I can't sleep. And then I'll catch up on sleep at a later date, you know, two or three days later. I'll go to bed at 9 o'clock and sleep 12 hours and then catch up, you know.
0: But it's it's not consistent. Yeah, so tough to have, like, a consistent no, sleep.
1: Yeah, not consistent at all.
0: Okay. I mean, yeah, the, I mean the only thing consistent sounded is rough for them. Staying,
1: up, staying up late. But, I, dude, I sleep like a gem once I actually go. I mean, naps are huge for me you know when my kid goes for a nap I'll nap with him
0: mhm
1: you know on the nice. weekends like 1 1 to 3 o'clock like get a get a 2 hour nap in and those are huge or just go to the gym and you know na- nap uh in the steam room get get like, get, like get <laughs> a 5 minute nap at medi- the gym meditation in the steam room
0: <laughs> i like it
1: mm. get a nice shit shower shave you know that's that's very
0: rewarding well Either way, um, these guys I thought were awesome. They were great. Um, what about Shane
1: real quick? Five minutes of Shane because, man, I mean, he's a legend. Yeah,
0: get it? Like, let's let's finish up with Shane. Well,
1: what, what I appreciated about, the, about Shane, I mean, if, for those who don't know Shane Dorian, he's one of the best surfers of all time and and highlight video galore dude i was watching so many of those yesterday and i think that my biggest takeaway from this one from someone who's had quite a bit of concussions i've probably had six or seven concussions in my life from snowboarding and that's how he it sounds like that's how he hurt himself or hurt his knee and then also got a pretty bad concussion from snowboarding but has had several obviously from getting slammed in the waves you know um, I mean, some of the waves this guy surfs, uh, unreal. Um, but what I, what I appreciated about it was this, you know, you can be old, but you can still do all the things. And Joe talks about a lot. You've got the EEG therapy, the TRT, you know, the testosterone supplements, the human growth hormone supplements. There's a lot of things, you know, clearly from research, it's saying if you have, you know, head injuries, you now have low testosterone and your hormones are out of whack and you got low hormone and, and you need a supplement for that. We have supplements for that. Now I've never tried them. I would like to, I'm, I'm wondering if some of the depression that I've experienced in the past is because of all the, the head injuries that I've personally had. So I, I really related to that because they, he kind of went on and on about how, you know, he's doing these, uh, what, what are what, are the, what is this brain? He was talking about having this, you know, something hooked up to his brain where they can, Read it. What is that called? Is that the EFG thing, where they're? Uh, sorry, I've got it in my notes somewhere. But he was saying how he, um, once he was taking these hormones and the testosterone, his his brain was functioning so much better, and he was way less depressed. So there, there's something right. there. There's there's definitely, clearly something there, and it's been talked about many times. And Joe takes testosterone supplements. Have you ever tried them? I've never tried them.
0: Testosterone supplements Yeah, yeah, I've tried those Shane's thing is called Wave Neurotechnology Okay So it's And uh, then the vitamin D
1: thing, uh, being low on vitamin D As a surfer, that was crazy to hear hmm, um, When yeah. you're in the sun all day long How are you vitamin D deficient I wonder if that's something to do with the salt water Um, You know, and obviously they're talking about meat You know, does meat really increase the rate of cancer Well, what kind of meat? Right. That's a huge question. Yeah. If you're eating McDonald's every fucking day. Yeah. You're probably going to
0: die of cancer
1: or a heart attack.
0: Uh, Yeah. I don't recommend uh, processed. uh, But yeah.
1: Like clearly if you're eating elk meat every day, that's not going to give you cancer.
0: They do say barbecuing is actually has levels of carcinogens well yeah it's the it's the crust you know, you're it's the crust yeah. on there yeah, yeah yeah but it's all relative like if you put that on a chart with like cigarettes and probably god knows what else alcohol yeah, or like other charring. shit we're consuming you're not charring it's your so food. much
1: less you're not charring your food every day and when you when you put a steak on the grill you're not it's not super charred
0: yeah it's not like a piece of coal That you're eating immediately.
1: You know, I'm thinking of like when you have a barbecued chicken, there's quite a bit of crisp on there. It makes it taste better, right? But you're not doing that Uh to your steak. No. I don't know. And then this whole thing about Australia and Canada being super like non pro First Amendment and Second Amendment, that was. It's been it's
0: disturbing to hear. I mean, especially Australia. I just don't understand it. I've always seen them as, bless them, a wild They seem c- like country. total
1: badasses. I mean, look at the Philip, who we were just talking about, Philip and Danny. Uh-huh. Or, sorry, uh, Danny yeah. and, uh, sorry, not Philip. That's their last name. But
0: Michael. Michael. Anyway,
1: yeah, they're, they're yeah. a crazy bunch. They see,
0: it seems like that's the Australians I know. I, I'm surprised they put up with it. A Canadians different, you know? They're very polite, so maybe they're easier to control with like nonsense and but know, yeah the, this breakdown of first amendment and individual freedom in both of those countries does not make me want to live there it doesn't I, make sense like to me. i wouldn't want to live in canada for sure mm. sorry canada i'm sure you guys are great but what you got going on up there is not mm. going to work for me well the yeah it's wonderful. interesting that he had an opinion on that too
1: well it's because he surfs in australia he's been going to australia his whole life so
0: you know what i mean yeah of course he has a lot of experience with it all right let's uh call it for this week um appreciate you as always todd thank you so much for listening everybody hope you had a great week next week is going to be insane we got elon musk on there and uh david blaine even so it's going to be a great episode we'll talk to you later right on peace out brothers (laughs)